0: This is Bride on a Budget, Happily Ever Afters for you and your pocketbook found here. I'm your host, Reverend Riverstone, and together we'll discover amazing ways for you to save big bucks on your big day. So stick with me. You don't want to miss what's coming up on today's episode. Today on Bride on a Budget, we're going to be talking about rings and as all of you know, this can be kind of a touchy subject. What can you afford? How much can you afford? How big of a stone can you afford? Sometimes we're disappointed in the engagement ring and we kind of have the intention of upgrading with a bigger band, a bigger stone, or whatnot. This is jewelry that you're going to wear on your hand for the rest of your life hopefully, right? I mean, we all just hope to be married once. So this is really a showpiece. And grooms, if you're listening, get your bride, talk to her about this, get her what she is interested in. Don't try to do this yourself. Don't try to go this alone. Don't try to rely on the stranger, the kindness of the stranger behind the counter who's looking to up the buck, because this could lead you in a very, very wrong direction. So please talk to each other clearly, ladies, what your what your desires are in terms of this ring. And, and, you know, there are so many things to decide on when it comes to a ring. Do you want an inlaid stone, it's inset and flush with the band, something that stands up on top like a solitaire that multiple stones, do you want an interlocking ring, a colored stone, an alternative stone to a diamond? There are so many variables here. When you have variables to that degree, there are dozens of ways that you can get this one wrong if you're not careful, if you don't come in armed with the facts, armed with what she wants, it could just go to hell in a handbasket <laughs> in short order. Because I think we all have kind of a latent fear of, "Oh gosh, what if I don't like the ring? What if I have to tell him it's just not me? What if how do i broach the subject what i don't want him to feel bad because he spent you know all this money on this ring so the more communication that you can have around this the better as far as i'm concerned go shopping together you know go shopping together go window shop just so that he knows a, you know a working idea of what it is that you like don't send him in blind it's not fair and if he's going to lay down this chunk of change for you it needs to be an educated decision so that's the first order of business. Communicate along those lines. Once you've kind of established the the sort of look and and feel that you are interested in in terms of your rings, the next decision you have to make is whether you're going to go custom or retail. And I think that there is a huge misunderstanding, just sort of floating out there, <laughs> in the ether, that you know, huge misconception that custom rings are more expensive and. I, I'm I'm here to tell you that's really, really not true because with a custom ring you're getting the quality, higher grade quality as far as, as far as I'm concerned, because these retail markets are, are mass producing. They're just, they're just mass producing these rings. There is a, in all likelihood, an opportunity for the next door neighbor to have the same exact ring as your wife. And I'm not sure that I think my love is more unique and deserves a unique ring. And I think yours is too. So these custom rings... You get with a jeweler, you discuss what your, what your needs are, what your desires are. You can draw pictures, they can take it from there, and you walk away with a higher grade quality of craftsmanship, oftentimes with less markup to your stones and your work. And a lot of these jewelers can even put you in touch with places that you as a consumer, as just an individual in the world, can purchase wholesale stones, loose stones, so that that can cut the costs as well. And the word of caution that I, I, will, I will give you in this regard is that retail markup, let me just tell you a story, <laughs> my own personal experience of a story. So my original engagement ring, right, we put it that way, it was a trillium cut sapphire with a trillium cut uh, diamond and three bezel uh smaller bezel diamonds and then three little birdseed diamonds on the side. So it was <clears throat> a unique design. It was not custom. It was from Zales. About a year and a half in, I'm cleaning the kitchen and I look down and I realize my sapphire is missing from my ring. My stone fell out. So I sort of freaked out. I got on the phone and called my good friend Carter, who is a jeweler, and I said, Oh my God Carter, my my stone is missing. I have looked all over. I have no idea where it is. And you know, can you help me? <laughs> and he said, Oh, your sapphire from your ring. And yeah, that one. <laughs> and he said, Oh, don't worry about it. That was like 15 cents. And I said, What? What are you saying? And he said, Yeah, it was like 15 cents worth of a stone. It's no big deal. It's really no big deal. Don't worry about it. And I could not believe and I said, You've got to be kidding, right? Like it It, it was a sapphire. And he said, yeah. And it was like 15 cents on the wholesale market. I can get you a hundred of them if you want. I was blown away. You know, he kind of went into this education for me at that point about just how high the retail markup actually is in the jewelry world, because I was astounded. And that was just just for sapphires. Now, things like diamonds can be marked up, you know, up to a hundred times what they originally paid and when they were purchased wholesale. So you really sometimes shoot yourself in the foot and don't do yourself any favors buying retail. I realize that some people don't want to hear this and some people, you know, just feel more comfortable buying retail because it's just sort of what we're used to doing and going completely rogue and hiring uh, an individual to do your rings might feel a little bit um, unsafe or a little bit, you know, flying around without a net, but trust me, you know, look at some of their designs, see, you know, interview them just the same way you would anybody that's involved in your wedding. See what they have to offer. Look at their craftsmanship. Look at their skill. Do they understand you're looking for in delivering you the kind of style of ring that you're looking for? Because like I said, they can put you in touch with wholesalers that will allow you to buy stones loose and provide provide them the stones so that they're not having to mark anything up for you. They can offer you other options in terms of setting. For instance, I am allergic to gold, highly allergic to gold. Some of the white golds are just kind of regular golds with a a finish over the top. Even that is something that my skin does not tolerate, and I know I'm not alone in this. So, these custom rings, these private jewelers that can provide you this work can Do different settings. You know, if you are looking, if you love the look of platinum, but are dissuaded by the price, you might want to think about surgical grade stainless steel. And I know that sounds crazy. And you're probably thinking, oh no, oh, oh, oh no, I ain't going to wear some, (laughs) some, you know, cutlery on my finger. This surgical grade stainless steel mimics platinum. And most people do not know this. And you probably should if you're looking in the market for platinum if you are ask ask any EMT that's all i'm going to say um, to, to back me up here. Because if you were in an accident, if you're in a car accident, if you're in any, any sort of an accident, the first order of business, the very first thing that these EMTs do is they cut your jewelry off. They do not waste time trying to weasel these rings off of your fingers. They're not going to grease your hand to get them off. They're going to cut them off. And guess what? Platinum requires a diamond to cut, meaning it has to be done underwater, and it has to be done with a diamond tip blade. And these, EMTs do not have such things. They can cut through most metals with little gadgets that they do have, but they can't cut through platinum. So here's what's going to happen. If you have a platinum ring on your finger and you get in an accident, the EMT is going to cut your finger off, okay? <laughs> and I know this sounds really harsh, but if they're trying to save your life, your finger is really a small price to pay just to you know, still be here. And the reason that they do this, in case nobody knows this, is that when you are in, you know, when your body has experienced trauma, when you're in an accident, a lot of times your your the the trauma and everything is going to swell your fingers and these things are going to cut your circulation off and they need you to be, you know, that they, they cut your clothing off, they cut everything off. And they're just trying to save your life and do their job. So... Platinum? Yes, it's very pretty. Listen, I don't want to get my finger cut off because these poor guys just trying to do their jobs don't have the tools to help me out with my big expensive ring. So some people elect, as I did, not to do platinum. (laughs) And because I'm allergic to gold, I did silver. And I'm not allergic to silver, but like I said, if I were, the surgical grade stainless steel would be the way I would go. And these jewelers, like I said, can craft it in such a way that you know they can do anything with this stuff. so whatever kind of ring, whatever kind of band you're looking to looking at that you really have your your heart set on, it can be done in other in other metals so don't uh don't let price dissuade you. I mean, maybe it is just a pricing, maybe you don't have an allergy, maybe it just completely comes down to price. you know silver and stainless steel are both options in. In those cases and and I feel like honestly that the silver and the stainless steel wear better than the gold and that's just my opinion but they don't tarnish as as, as easily and they stay looking nice longer without as much work so consider those things too. Um, the next thing about uh, rings that you may or may not have considered is alternative stones because you know there is the diamond market that is often not as ethical as we would like to believe or that we hope that it is and I for one don't having the jeweler friend that I do and I have I have actually two jeweler friends who you know both of them are not fond of diamonds and it's because you know of the unethical ways that these diamonds are procured as well as the fact that there are stones that are considerably more rare and more precious than diamonds that are Retailing uh for much less than diamonds. Diamonds have this reputation, you know, and they are the classical uh stone that we think of when when we think of a wedding. Don't let that limit you. I mean, who said this is your wedding. You can do what you can do what you want. You don't have to listen to nobody, you know, not even me. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. And there are so many beautiful stones out there to choose from that don't let diamonds be the only choice for you. You know, don't 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 be boxed in that way. Because listen, there are things like spinel that mimics diamonds that looks so similar. I mean, crazy similar that the naked eye cannot tell the difference. And you know, you so think of the difference now, okay? For those of you who like bling, and I am one of those girls that you know there is no such thing as too big, okay? So I like myself a little bling, and I would rather a non-diamond stone that's bigger has a larger carrot than your standard or diamond you know so you can get you can get twice the spinel than you can the diamond for the same price so weigh these things out decide what's important to you and you know make your choices from there because I think that diamonds quite frankly are kind of limiting and anybody that knows me knows that I like a lot of color maybe you do too and maybe you just never thought like hey I could add this I could put this in my wedding ring why the heck not you totally can and you totally should you know don't let anybody else or any set of Tradition or what anybody else you know has to say about it affect the stones that you choose to wear in your wedding band because, like I said earlier, this is something that is a it's a it becomes your signature piece that you're going to wear on your hand out in public every single day for the rest of your of your life. So it should be something that you love, really love, not just like it, but you love it. And for me, I would want some color. So don't shy away from that if you feel like that too, because there are so many options. And I will be happy to pass along my two friends and my jeweler friends, their information and make that available to all of you so that you can give them a call and get in touch and, and really have a conversation with um with them, you know, to see what options are available and just have that conversation to know, oh, okay, this is t- a totally different process than I what, I what I thought it was. And you might even save some money. They might be kind of Surprised by, by you guys calling because they don't even know I'm plugging them at this point. They have no they have no idea. But you know, Carter I have known, Carter Die, Master Jeweler, I have known over 30 years. We went to boarding school together and he he did my second wedding ring. And after my stone fell out, I decided to completely redesign the ring and he did it, and it's beautiful. So use these resources to your advantage. Just educate yourself about what options really are available with a custom designed ring. Now, if you choose not to go retail and not to go custom, there is another option. And no, it is not out of the gumball machine at the grocery store. It actually is pawn shops. And I know that that sounds hokey and just like really in poor taste. And I kind of had the same opinion for quite a while until I came across a shop that when I went in, I was so taken aback by just how many beautiful people pieces that they had. I was I was stunned, really. I mean, I thought pawn shops were kind of, you know, kind of marginal in in the quality of, of, of the things that they carried, but there are good ones out there. And I would encourage you if you are on a tight budget to make the rounds and just kind of check it out and see what's available because you don't know until you go and look, and they can't tell you what's coming in at any given moment. I mean, they it's a crapshoot from what comes in the door one one week to the next. So, see for yourself and there are amazing deals to be had someone else's loss could be your gain in this situation it's worth having a look and what your options are in terms of of more bang for your buck. Another trend in terms of rings is wood. I know that if you haven't seen these rings, it sounds kind of weird. It sounds like, hmm, (laughs) I'm not so sure about that. But they really are pretty. And they some of them are inlaid with opal or with turquoise or with silver and or gold. I mean, they they really are beautiful and handcrafted in, in their designs. You can find them on Etsy. I've had several of my couples in the past year using these these wooden and inlaid rings. They certainly don't crimp on style. They really, really are beautiful. And again, this is handcrafted. You're supporting an artist who has who's made all of these items versus, you know, retail sweatshops. So <laughs> I encourage you to investigate. And that's it. That's it for today's episode in regards to rings. I hope that you found some of this information valuable and worthwhile. And please, if so, do subscribe to the podcast. We broadcast bi-weekly. So every other week, every other Tuesday, you can look forward to another episode of Bright on a Budget and more great ways to save on your big day. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. You can also find us now on iHeartRadio. So look us up there and we'll see you in two weeks. Until then, I'm Reverend Riverstone. Everybody take care, have a great week, and always be in love. Intro and exit music for Bride in a Budget is courtesy of bensound.com.